It's Sunday, May 1st, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. About two dozen civilians were evacuated Saturday from the besieged steel plant in Mariupol, while elsewhere Ukrainians faced fuel shortages and rising prices following recent Russian missile strikes on oil refineries and storage depots in the country. On Saturday afternoon, the Mariupol City Council announced plans for an evacuation of residents from the occupied city, though it didn't confirm whether it had gone ahead. Russian state media reported on Saturday that a group of 25 civilians, including six children, were evacuated from the Azovstal plant, where Ukrainian forces and civilians have been holed up for weeks. Russian media had also shown video of vehicles from the United Nations and the International Committee of the Red Cross preparing for civilian evacuations in Mariupol. Ukrainian Deputy Prime Minister Irina Verashuk said in a Telegram post that a prisoner exchange took place on Saturday in which seven civilians and seven military personnel, including a pregnant fighter, returned to Ukraine. Back in the U.S., firefighters in New Mexico failed Friday to pin back the flames of the United States' largest wildfire, which is burning perilously close to a string of mountain villages. The blaze is the most destructive of dozens in the U.S. Southwest that are more widespread and burning earlier than normal in the year due to climate change, scientists say. Meanwhile, thousands of people in the Mora Valley, about 40 miles northeast of Santa Fe, prepared to evacuate as smoke billowed from forest around the nearby farming community of Ladue. High winds blew embers over a mile, spreading a wildfire that has scorched about 75,000 acres of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains since April 6th, destroying hundreds of homes and structures. High winds from the south on Saturday pushed the blaze towards villages such as Mora, as well as Las Vegas, New Mexico, with a population of 14,000. In other news, President Biden is turning to a Cold War-era law to boost production of lithium and other materials used to power electric vehicles, but experts say the move by itself is unlikely to ensure the robust domestic mining Biden seeks as he promotes cleaner energy sources. The president's action, part of his efforts to find alternatives to fossil fuels and combat climate change, does not waive or suspend existing environmental or labor standards, the White House said this weekend, nor does it address the chief hurdle to increased domestic extraction of so-called critical minerals, the years-long process needed to obtain a federal permit for a new mine. Even so, the mining industry and supporters in Congress cheered Biden's use of the 1950 Defense Production Act to increase U.S. supplies of lithium, nickel, and other minerals needed for electric vehicles, batteries, and other clean energy technology. Environmentalists, meanwhile, worry that Biden is activating a wartime tool to boost mineral extraction that can contaminate groundwater and harm ranching and wildlife. In financial news, Warren Buffett gave Berkshire Hathaway investors a few details Saturday about how he spent more than $50 billion earlier this year and again reassured them that the company he built will endure long after the 91-year-old billionaire is gone. Tens of thousands of investors packed an Omaha arena Saturday to listen to Buffett and Berkshire's vice chairman answer questions at Berkshire's annual meeting that was back in person for the first time since the pandemic began but the turnout was likely smaller than when it used to regularly attract more than 40,000 people. Berkshire revealed in its earnings report Saturday morning that its mountain of cash shrank to $106 billion in the first quarter from $147 billion at the beginning of the year as Buffett invested $51 billion in stocks and repurchased $3.2 billion of its own shares. And, 
Naomi Judd, the Kentucky-born singer of the Grammy-winning duo The Judds and mother of Winona and Ashley Judd, has died. She was 76. Today we sisters experienced a tragedy. We lost our beautiful mother to the disease of mental illness, the statement by Ashley and Winona said Saturday. The Judds were to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame on Sunday, and they had just announced an arena tour to begin in the fall, their first tour together in over a decade. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.